Okay, what is good to find dolls? Are y'all doing okay? Doing all right? Listen, I'm feeling the heat, okay? I am feeling the heat. Um, just staying hydrated. Day is kind of long. I was going to say I was going to look forward to the fireworks, but this year we're doing light, um, laser and light. So I'm going to have to take my little fur baby up to a mountain out here. Um, and just, you know, he's going to be happy to get out and... You know, just sit out there and watch the laser, the laser show and stuff like that and come back home. And I think it will be nicer for him, too, because he doesn't have to worry about the noise. Um, a lot of dogs, including mine, get scared when um, the fireworks go off. They they don't know that there's, you know, lights and stuff like that. All they know is, is that it sounds like shots and it's it's scary and, it you know kind of mess and then all the other dogs are barking and are scared in the neighborhood and so then yeah but um i i i um I, one of my favorite phases is how you do one thing is how you'll do everything and um i've been thoroughly enjoying um getting back into the trading side of things i feel like i'm getting myself back in terms of um like when I when I sit down and I study, so like, how is it that I'm studying yesterday and I'm studying on a Sunday morning, you know, and excited to go back and watch some more videos and a little bit about how to get in and out of the trades. And I'm looking forward to my mentoring class tomorrow and and stuff like that. And so but one thing that comes up that I think can be applied is um, one thing they teach you in trading is don't fight the trend, right? Um, and it's really cool because I think um, the other thing that I kind of want to talk about a little bit, but just for a little teeny tiny bit, is I think that there's a difference between collapsing time timelines and skipping timelines. And as I'm saying skipping timelines, I'm kind of thinking, yeah, maybe I'm making it a limiting belief. But I think it's one thing when you try to pass information to other people, and try to help them collapse the timeline, meaning that each person still has to go to go through things and experience them themselves. But them having to spend as much time as they did in the mess and trying to figure out why you can help them. But I think when, when somebody says like, oh, I'm going to help you skip several steps, like there's no such thing as skipping pr steps in, in life, in my opinion, like if you transfer it over to other to how we do other things it's gonna cost you in the long run right it's like cutting corners and then you're still gonna have to end up probably paying double right because the reason you learned something is because you went through it i'm a huge believer that people don't have to go through things well am i contradicting myself or or they don't have to go through the severity um i think if you make it to where they skip certain steps then you in some ways you kind of set them back a little bit but if i tell you like this is what you're going through this is the purpose if you can connect those dots sooner it's like okay i'm going through that process here is where i need to get and then now i don't have to spin my wheels for three weeks six months eight years whatever so whatever what have you so but with that being said um, I really do celebrate that that I haven't been successful in trading yet. And 
what is so cool is when I listen to seasoned traders, when I hear them talk, they've been through the same things that I did. I, we have skin in the game. And one of the things that they teach you early on is, you know, and it's so funny because when they're, when your teacher is telling you, it's like you hear them and you're like, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. And then you pull that screen up and you start doing the entries and you're doing the same exact thing that they tell you not to do, but it's so ingrained and you have to train yourself. Um, one of the guys that I, I was listening to, um, today they're called wolves of wealth and, um, one of them has been trading for 10 years. Um, I haven't really gotten a pulse on who the other person is that he has on his channel. But they work as a team. And he's like, I've been doing this for 10 years. And it's like making all those mistakes and doing all the different stuff and seeing people do the same patterns of behavior. And one of the things that comes up is we want to fight the trend. Right? We feel that because we put an order in to make profit, then it ha- the market has to go in the direction that we set it. So when we see it starting to reverse and we don't have the confidence in what we're doing, we start to second guess ourselves. But we're also kind of like, oh, it, it it's kind of like a blind fit. Like it has to go through because I put this money in. I'm I'm count, you know, type of a thing. And instead of of saying, you know what? Um, and I talk about the confidence too, because I've learned like, um, how to have more confidence in what I'm looking at. Whereas before, um, it's just, I was just winging it. Right. And so even like when I would trade with my dad, it'd be one of those things that's like Tesla is supposed to be going to the moon, but it's not going to go to the moon before the market closes today. Like you need to tag out type of a thing. So, but I think that sometimes, you know, especially when you look at trading and how there's human behavior has been studied for years. Right. And, um, I, I stick 10 toes down on this. I think women are different because if I try to talk to a male right now and I tell him that I'm running errands and doing things around the house and making sure that when the full moon comes and my cycle starts and I'm going to be on my menstrual cycle and I'm probably not going to be able to go to, you know, have a hard time sleeping and, you know, just trying to, you know, get through until I'm done with my menstrual cycle and then get back out in these streets and run around and live life with everybody else. And it's like not being able to do my fun activities of being able to go swimming. Although some people, they do go swimming, but it's, I just, you know, type of a thing and being able to wear my white shorts that look so great in the summer. I mean, I can, but if I want to stay in them or run the risk, it's one of those things. Cause you have people that will argue with you on stuff. And then it's kind of like, yeah, you can, if you really wanted to wear the shorts, but I mean, do you want to run the risk of, Staining them, eh, you know, maybe not so much. Um, and so for you to tell me that I am just like you is like, here's the other thing too. Like, I think that we don't celebrate our differences enough. I think that what happens sometimes is that we can view the negative and uh, we view it as a negative in the other person. But at the same time, too, like if a guy tried to tell me, oh, yeah, well, you're always complaining about your menstrual cycle, but you don't know what it's like to have erectile dysfunction and male pattern baldness. Um, Yeah, no. 
I will never know what it's like to let my pee-pee just, you know, shrivel up and die. Like, and have to take a pill for it to function. Like, that's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or or for me to get male pattern baldness type of thing. Like, I will never, I can probably empathize, like, from a vanity standpoint, you know, maybe I could try to tap into what it would be like the equivalent for a woman to have alopecia or that type of thing. But, but, um... For me to really sit there and be like, well, I'm just like you. No, biologically, we're not. Uh, anatomically, we're not. Um, I think that. Um, and, and and again, I mean, even when you look at the physical differences, I don't know. How did how on this earth did we end up saying that we're the same? I think what what. Let me let me kind of back up a little bit too because <laughs> I do t- I am using it at the same time but it's like I understand that the equal um equality stuff came up because we wanted equal pay. If we're doing equal work then we should be getting equal pay. And I think that sometimes oh, I just ordered something so but I'm going to be eating salads for the rest of the week. I already ordered my groceries for the week. Super excited. Um, I know how to make a mean salad with protein. I have veggie protein and regular meat protein too. So I have turkey and then I have, which is my favorite. I also have salmon and, um, Morningstar has like the little chicken strips that they're, they look like grilled chicken strips that you can put on your salad too. You fry them up with some onions, with some garlic, with some sauce, some veggies if you want to. And I like to put them in my salad and make them kind of, I don't know type of a thing so but anyways um yeah so for us to so so when it comes to like listen and then I experienced this at work too because it was kind of like for example all of the bosses that I had at my last job one of them understood that he could leave me for three months at a time while he went traveling to live his whole best entire life with his family and his wife and stuff and I would run the office and it would when he would come back, everything would be taken care of. You know, if I had to go to meetings, if I had to get paperwork submitted, if I had to do budget stuff, um, you know, getting making sure people were paid. If I had to pay out um, not only hire um, instructors, but make sure that their contracts were processed, everything, the whole everything short of, you know, the, the stuff that you know because there was stuff that he would do too but it was like for the most part I was carrying the bulk and so but at the same time it's kind of like I wasn't getting equal pay and I and so I understand that dynamic of when it comes to equality but at the same time I don't agree with the whole comments of like we are equal to men I don't I don't we're not even the same physically matter of fact I remember well, this is the thing, and I, I feel like probably part of the reason I'm responding to this, too, is because I feel like I had to unsubscribe from somebody, too, because I feel like the gaslighting sometimes, I don't know if it, if we do it. I, I know sometimes I, I intentionally do it, and I know sometimes I'm being intentionally petty, but I think sometimes um, I don't know to what degree this other individual understands if they're being talking in a gaslighting way. Because they just don't understand. But um, they were just like, oh, just because you had certain experiences when you were young doesn't mean that everybody's like that. Okay, fine, cool. 
But I will share this example. So I remember I kind of grew up tomboyish. So I really liked, like, my first friend was a boy. Um, and then I used to love to play dodgeball, soccer. And, um, and so, but by fifth grade, you know, which is around that time, you start to have conversations about the genders. And you really do need to sit your ass down when it's that time of the month type of a thing. So you really don't want to be out there just running around, you know, um, at that time of the month and type of thing. But... But I remember I used to play dodgeball and like even at the apartment complex that we were at at one point in time before my parents bought their house, their first house. And it would be one of those things where um, sometimes the ball would hit me in my chest. And you could tell the difference in the, in the boys, too, because the ones that had been taught by their moms to be like cautious like okay if you're playing with a girl don't hit her in those areas and they would be like apologetic apologetic like are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm good thank you right and I never was that type of girl to be like oh I'm a man I'm out here playing with you I'm hardcore too don't worry about hitting my chest it's like type of thing I'd be like well yeah it does hurt we have nerve endings there but at the same time I really appreciated that they were nice and I remember one guy that I grew up with I'm still good friends with his parents um to this day but we were playing and um, he had um, hit the ball and it hit me in my chest type of thing. And I started crying because it, it did hurt. And it was just like just this puzzling thing to him because he didn't quite understand why I was crying because I'd always play with them. But he didn't understand it hit me in my chest and it freaking hurt type of a thing. And so it's just kind of like uh, another time I was playing with the, with the boys and I kid you not pink shirt was one of my favorite shirts and it had like little floral designs on it like floral stitching and so I was going with the ball in one direction and they were trying to stop me from going in that direction so he grabbed my shirt and ripped it and I was just like crying again too because it was my favorite shirt type of a thing but but um, I think that we do have so so do we have things in common yes i think it's i feel more i have and the thing is i have to figure out for myself like what my narrative is too because sometimes some people will use um half truths right and that pisses me off because you're not giving me the choice to really fully decide what I want to take on and what I want to add to my pile and what I don't. So you're hiding certain things. And I feel like, um, I feel like it's, it's safer to say, do we have things in common? Yes. Like for example, if we get cut, do we bleed? Yes. If we get in a car accident, can we both die? Yes. Do we both face death? Death? Yes. Um, can we both have heart attacks? Yes. Can we both experience blindness? Yes. Can we both experience cancer? Yes. That is part of the human experience. So do we have things in common? Yes. But I think that we are different and, and there's a reason there's science. And I really hate, I really do think it's a um, gaslighting tactic when people say like, oh, you're just trying to make it like confirmation bias because that's that whole like not all men conversation, right? 
And I think that if I'm good, like, I'm, that's just a space I'm in right now. Like, I feel like saying, you know, the not all men narrative is dangerous right now. That's just the space I'm in. Because even when you think about it, if I didn't come across the content that I did, I would keep putting myself in the same situations and keep getting the same results that are happening all across the world. And this was another thing that they had kind of mentioned too. They're like, well, um, I'm just going to say it. Like, they're like, well, this guy from the East Coast is going to be different from the guy from the, from the West Coast. Um, I mean, in terms of accent or type of thing, yeah. But you better trust and believe that men are cheating everywhere from Brazil, from the rooter to the tutor of the, of the globe. You know what I'm saying? From Brazil to Africa to France to Italy to Canada to, you know, Anchorage to <clears throat> Russia, Romania. It, it's like they all have same MOs and patterns. And so if, if you're going to tell me that you're going to tell me that not all men are the same. I, I, and I even was thinking about this, too, because y'all know I wanted to have a family and but I talk about my experience of growing up with with boys and I think that knowing what I know now I would be a much even better parent and of course I think that comes with wisdom and experience and type of a thing too because uh, as it does with everyone I think like if my that's why like even my parents are better grandparents than they were parents because you have to experience it or have lived a little bit but <clears throat> I don't think I would be as protective as of my daughters, even though I think I would be very much a protective mom. I wouldn't have been as protective of them um, versus what I know now, if that kind of makes sense. Because um, I think that... I think that there I think that that men act a certain way and women act a certain way. I think that they have patterns and they have what are called red flags. And because nobody understood what the red flags flags were um like like I talk about this kind of all the time too. To be quite honest, when I when I come on here and I say you need to put your daughters on game there is no reason on this earth why I should have ended up with, you know, some of the, the dating situations that I was in. But my mom wasn't really, they didn't think I should be dating, um, grew up conservative type of a thing. And when I did try to talk about what was going on with my relationships, it's just kind of like, one, my mom is like low-key narc, or, or I don't know what you call it, but she's detached, right? So I can be her daughter, but she's not good with the emotional stuff. Um, and so I just had to just figure that stuff out on my own. But I think that there's no way I like when I talk to my niece, I let her know what the behaviors are. So, yeah, is she going to be attracted to people? Yeah. And so the best thing for her to do is to make the best decision between the collective of what I know and what she knows and what we can see in the collective. Right. Um, Another thing, and, and, and you can tell it was just Trigger City too, but I think that it's one of those things like maybe can I come back in a year and maybe they will have a different perspective. Um, then, yeah, that's quite possible. But they were like, well, you attracted that person. And it made me think about like, 
I don't think any woman deserves to be cheated on. I There's no way you're going to convince me that I deserve to be cheated on. The way that I see it is if you just weren't attracted to me anymore or you never had the intention of being in a long-term relationship, you should just say, hey, this is what it is. I think you're, you're sexy. I want to smash. I want to dash. There's nothing beyond this. Are you in? Do you know, like, even right now, I was watching, um, well, not right now, right now, but earlier today, I was watching um, Pretty Black Magic, and she did a, she showed a, a news clip, and it was talking about Mocha Fest, and Mocha Fest is kind of like the modern day Fricknick, right? So you go out there, you have a good time, you have party, but it, you know, it's sexually free, like, they were showing, the news people were showing this guy getting a blowjob from two women in the pool, with people around them. So there's women out there for you if that's what you want. But don't deprive me of the right to say, well, okay, I want a long-term relationship. Um, no, nah, that's not what I'm into. And then you just keep it pushing. But because that person has ulterior motives and they want what they want, they're going to put up a facade for what they want. That's why they have terms like love bombing and future faking and all this other stuff which is so funny because some people are like oh we shouldn't put labels on things and it's like listen do you (laughs) you don't understand like even I think that part of the healing process for me was figuring out that one I wasn't in this stuff by myself and two that part of the turmoil I was feeling my food is almost here is that I was getting love bombed just like so many other people and it made me understand like it it really kind of just patched some of the wounds because I'm like okay 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 I understand this is a pattern thing versus me trying to figure out the mess that goes in your mind with the things that people say and do and so once you understand that it's a form of manipulation that is commonly used then you understand it's like oh okay that's what I was dealing with versus Versus me trying to figure out, like, what the fuck? This person was, like, lovey-dovey, asking, you know, spiritual conversations, putting up this whole facade for three and a half years. Where did I go wrong? Did I say something wrong? Did I not cook enough? Did I not clean enough? Did I, was I not sexy enough? Was I not, you know, was I not submitted? But if if you understand what love bombing is, and then you look at the timeline, you're like, Oh my God, that makes sense. And then what also allows me, it also empowers me because the next time for those people who still want to date, right? Now you know, okay, this person is coming off really um, heavy and strong. Let's give it time. Let's see if I pump the brakes a little bit, how they react. And if they are, um, if they go on about their business because they're not getting what it is that they want fast enough. You just saved yourself heartbreak and time. That's why I never understand why people don't like these labels and stuff. Because even on um, one, this one lady that was in the comments. She was like, oh my goodness, thank you for telling me this. Because that is what this guy was doing with me. And I feel like it's one thing, you know... If that person was like, nah, this is what I want, and he keeps showing up, and he keeps buying the flowers, and he keeps paying attention to the careers and where the relationship is going and really showing up, then he he doesn't fit the narrative. 
But the problem is what happens when that person does fit the narrative and now you're equipped with the knowledge to, to address those things. So I also thought about the, the women that are married. I, I talk about how, you know, the, the ones that I saw at church that were kind of like would have been my aunties, right? And I looked up to them, you know, um, and did everything right. Married, in some cases, they had an education or professional, fit, friendly, feminine, you know, great mothers and all this other stuff. And then to find out that they were cheated on and then to proceed into divorce, I feel like, you know, marriages are a difficult conversation to talk about in and of themselves, but you're not going to tell me that she deserved that type of behavior. I think like there is, there is manipulative energy. I think that, um, I think that, that deceit does play a role. That being said, I think that also, are you going to have men that are going to have stories? I have heard maybe two or three really sad stories in my lifetime. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here's, here's one. So I told y'all I have a crush on this guy. Wait, did she deliver my food? Let me go check. I had this crush on this guy at one of the resorts I used to go to because we all have like had a membership. I'm trying to decide if I want to renew now or just wait until the fall to go um, to, to, to renew it again. So I was just trying to decide that uh, like maybe five, you know, right before I came on here. But and I told you he's like he has like the dark hair. He has a little bit of swag to him. He's he's a banker. He's a little bit of the shy type. I like my guys a little bit shy, like mysterious. And he has the, the blue eyes and everything like that. And I remember um, one of the, the girlfriends that I made over there, she was talking to him one time and I was just sitting there like taking it all and like, mm, handsome, loved it, right? Type of a thing. So um, like maybe a couple months ago, I'm like, girl, because I didn't know she, she, um, we both have something in common. It's kind of funny, but she likes muscular dudes and I like muscular dudes. So once she told me, like we went our, our friendship level. Now she's married now, mind you. Um, our friendship went from like zero to a hundred real quick, like not even zero. Like we were good friends. Like we'd be in the pool, just chatting, talking, talking all the time whatever and then you know until our skin just shriveled up and then it's like okay we gotta go but um it just went from like 60 to 100 real quick because it's like what so we'd be pointing different people and it's like yep yep nope not that one he did like the thing like by his neck no nope. i'm like oh i see it i i i agree i understand blah blah, blah. or his toes torso is too long too short blah 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 so we just be there like living it up just our eyes bugging right um, and so one time I was like, girl, do you know who I think is so cute? And I said his name and she's like, girl, everybody here has a crush on him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. And he's like, she was like, well, he likes black girls. And I'm like, get out. You could have told me, but I, I kind of, um, knew actually because, um, I remember one time I saw him with this black girl and it was one of those things like I was in in a, in a different area and I made eye contact with him when right when he came into that area with with the girl and I'm like oh you know like that whole look like oh shoot so it's just like that one smile like okay I see y'all okay I was all happy for her I was like go ahead girlfriend you got a good one 
and stuff. So when I told her that, she was like, she's like, you know, he likes black girls. I'm like, I thought I saw him here with a black girl. So he's like, yeah, his um, his baby's moms are, are, it's a black girl. He has two kids. He has a son and a daughter and stuff. And he and she's like, he always gets like the worst um, dating scenario. He's like, yeah, that girl he was with. I don't know what happened. She, he, I don't know. She got pissed off. And one day he came home and he had moved all, she had moved all his stuff into storage. And, um, the place was empty and, um, he was sitting here and he was in tears, like crying. He's like, I don't understand. And he was like, so distraught because it's like, he really wanted the relationship to work. And I'm like, Oh my God, why would they do that to him? But you know what? You never know. You never know what's happening behind the scenes. And to me, the way I took it, that wasn't the time for me to be like, hey, so what's good? Like, you want to hang out? No, no. For one, I don't chase. For one, that's one. But two, I I really do take other women's, um, like, if they don't touch him, I'm definitely not touching you with this with a six-foot pole, right? Because is it a six-foot pole or a 10-foot pole? I think it was a 10-foot pole because I was like, nah. He was engaged last year. Um, I remember my mom told me and I was just like, oh, okay, but I just keep my distance, right? I feel like if you're in a relationship, I'm never, ever going to run third party, party inter- interference. So um, that one didn't work out. And then he had another girlfriend from the time that I saw. So to me, it's like, nah, he can be attractive. He can have the six figures type of a thing but if all these women are breaking up with him it's because there's flaws and and I don't want to experience what that is like I I, you know who knows like maybe he leaves his drawers around the house or or something because he seems like a really sweet person and he's the type of guy that will open like the doors for you he will like hold your hand while you're going up the stairs like he really treats his his woman like a princess from what we can see in public right but um who knows when they get home i mean you to for for your fiance to break up with you for this other woman to like just be like she is done done with you oh yeah no i don't i don't want the smoke And so that's one of the worst stories I've heard from like a guy's perspective where it's kind of like, you know, they have a bad experience with women and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, so anyways, I'm pretty sure my food is here. Let me just go check because I'm also at the 30 minute mark. Bruno, we're going to go see fireworks. Yeah. He is so funny. Like sometimes, sometimes he has an attitude. All right. But anyways, let me go check. You can basically log off now because I don't have anything else to say. I kind I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh yay! My food is here. All right. Yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought on what I was going to say when I was talking about like the bad relationships that sometimes guys have. So if I remember it, I will come back on here while I'm stuffing my face and talking about it. But yeah, so I'll talk to you all later. Bye. 
I know what it is. I was supposed to finish up my theory on how it's in our nature to want to fight the trend. And we do it in trading, but we also do it with each other. And the same way how people do trend analysis and the data is telling you smack dab in your face. You can go back to the beginning of inception of of trading and certain stock are going to move certain way. They're going to move certain ways on certain time frames and so on and so forth. That's the reason why you have candlesticks and EMAs and all this stuff. These All these things tell you the same thing. And so, but until you learn how to interpret them, sometimes you're going to still fight that trend. So your confidence as a, as a trader and your success as a trader comes when you stay in those patterns. So I say that to say, like, there are so many patterns out there and candlesticks out there and exponential moving averages out there that say, hey, men move like this. Men act like this. Men operate in a certain way. And so it's not, it wouldn't be smart for me to be like, ooh, I know it's showing a downtrend and I know there's red candles and I know that it's showing signs of fatigue and buyers are exiting the market and the RSIs at the overbought indicator and... And and most of the wicks are under the um, 200 moving average, but I'm going to still smash, though. I'm going to still run into that building. Like, no. <laughs> you don't do it in trading. You don't do it with people. And I think that it's kind of disingenuous to tell women to ignore those things. Understand it. And here's the thing. Like, this is why I feel like the same way how you have tags and you label things in... in um. Trading is the same reason you do it with people too, because it's a, the same as me looking at a chart and not knowing what I'm looking at. If, if you don't know how to trade and I put a chart in front of you and I say, okay, go make a trade, the odds could be in your favor, but it's more likely to be hit or miss. And you definitely couldn't replicate the, um, the results. Could you try to figure it out and it would take you five, 10 years to figure stuff out? Yeah. But it'd be so much better if you have someone to explain what it is that you're looking at. And now you understand things. And now you understand if you're going to place a call, if you're going to do a put, if you're going to do a day trade, if you're going to do a swim, if you're going to do a leap. Right, Bruno? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I know. You smell the food. That's why you came over here. It's not because you love me. It's because you smell the food. <laughs> Wait till I'm done eating. I'll give you some snacks, okay? <laughs> Oh my goodness. So yeah, so um which will probably tear his stomach up, y'all. He had the food from Doghouse yesterday, not Doghouse, Lazy House yesterday. No problems. It didn't upset his stomach or anything. And then I ordered him some new, it's kind of like little gourmet wet food to mix with his dry food. So he doesn't even know he's going to get that tomorrow. He's already gone. I told you he he don't even love me no more. He's just here for the food. <laughs> Plus it's hot. When he sits down, it's it's hot on his butt. But anyways, yeah, so that's what I was going to try to do. Just wrap up the conversation about trends. I will talk about this some more um, and kind of overlap the two and share how there's similarities. Because at the end of the day, we all have human patterns. Um, and how we do one thing is how we do everything. All right, y'all, let me jump into these fries. I'll talk to you later. Bye.